Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news! With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, how are you? Oh my god, hi. Oh my god, I missed you so much from like a week ago when we were like recording for another shot. <laughs> I still have a cold. You can kind of hear it. I'm going to try to get it, it under control. It's been like five days. Why do I always bring this up? It's like I almost like want people to know why I'm like it's not It's the most sounding. interesting thing about you. It might be, honestly, at this oh point. God, you're really taking my insults today. Oh. I didn't mean that. You're so interesting. Oh my god, a little like... Okay, we remember a couple weeks ago we got the taxidermy ducks? Yeah. One of their feathers just went by on my desk oh. here, and I thought it was a spider, and I panicked. By the way, we're going to, like, keep the baby names, <laughs> like, keep baby taxidermy names coming. Yeah. We're, I want to compile them. I really want to take a whole, like, list, and sometimes it takes a little bit while for people to suggest, which is why we're not yeah. announcing on these episodes what the name's going to be. But so soon we will. We definitely will. Probably be sometime in February. I was going to say, you're going to be in L.A. for a while, so let's wait. Yeah, we're going to wait. Maybe post your birthday. Maybe a little <laughs> yeah. Valentine's Day we're going to announce the names, but keep Aww. them coming. Um, all suggestions welcome. Are welcome. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, well, there's an awkward Oxygen docuseries premiering Saturday, January 19th, which is when this episode is coming out. Okay. Called Smiley Face Killers, The Hunt for Justice, Darren. Is it about the Smiley Face Killers? And, their, and the hunt for the justice of them. Oh, Of weird. their victims. Yes, it is, in fact. That's so weird that we're covering the Smiley Face Killers today. Kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like that would be our name. Like if we were killers. killers. I feel like we're always smiling Mm. to each other. We are. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe we'd be like the bitter baddie murderers. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That would definitely be the bitter baddie smiley face killers would be (laughs) us. The bitter baddies. We already chose our serial killer names. I'm just saying like it could be us. Mine was Strangle Spice, I believe. Wasn't it? Yeah. What was mine? Like the lesbian. Uh, um, The local lesbian. (laughs) Yeah, the local lesbian. That Matt came up with was hilarious. Maybe our taxidermy is going to be our serial killer names. Ooh, maybe. We don't know. Tune in in February. Tune in in February. February. There you go. Um, I'm parched. I am absolutely completely uh, parched. Famished. (laughs) And you know. Gina is falling down on the job this week. She's falling. No, Matt, you can't complain. It's like she hasn't had anything to do. I would fire her, but then I would have more work to do. (laughs) Yeah, and then we wouldn't get any drinks ever. That's an interesting way to look at that. Last week when we were discussing Dirty John. (laughs) You yes. know, Gina was like, listen, it's clean January, and oh, that's right. what I'm doing. Except, and for except the show. because yeah. I'm a professional, mm-hmm. and I say this every January on the show. It's our third January on the show. That's right. I do drink on the show because I want an authentic experience of me getting a little rowdy and drunk with my best mate. Yeah. And so I decided. Oh, thank you, <laughs> Crickets, crickets. Crickets, crickets. Fade to black. Um, and so I am going to be drinking on the show. I want to know what we're drinking today. I'm hoping it is alcohol because I'm in desperate need. Well, before we get to the actual drink, I do want to mention, because we didn't talk about it on last week's episode, I think because we were rushing a bit. We have, you just mentioned our third January. This is our second birthday. Was the six, I think the first episode of our show was January 16th. Yeah. This episode is coming out on the 19th. So it's around the same time, but either way. Two years of this stuff, 112 full episodes. Wow, I feel... Look how far we've come. We've really grown and matured. Yeah, we Already have. at two, we're have more mature we, than Matt is at 80. I was just going to say that, yeah. I feel really good about this. We're, we're, this we're growing week, and we have... It's such a testament to our fans. This week we're 80, or Matt's 80. A couple weeks ago I said he was 9,300 years old. Who knows how old he is? We don't know. know. It's a TBD type of situation. TBD. Yes, yes, Find yes. out in February. This is going to get wicked, I think, uh-huh. because since... 
Darren is not drinking. It just means her tolerance is very low right now. Right, and, and I so haven't had lunch again. The only moments when she drinks I'm in this show, it's going to be killer. off the hook. There you go. I'm smiling. Out of control. The loco lesbian. I'm so excited. It's going to um, get rowdy. Gina li- literally just walked in with stacks of cups up to her face and her arms. So, Gina, we do want to know what we're drinking. I know you've been running around here, but when you get a chance... If you want to pop in and let us know, I'm sorry to put you through all of this work of running around. Hi, welcome back. Thank you. You're Gina, welcome. please <laughs> tell me there's alcohol in the drinks this week. Yes, there is alcohol. Ooh. And it will be creamy and desserty. <gasps> so. Oh, sorry. Jo- oh, John loves creamy love, and desserty. Now I'm the smiley face. Yeah, no, no, we both yeah. are. Yeah, I'm making it with this new product called uh, Nuku Bourbon Cream. And so it's whiskey. And this sounds like, like everything And just so everyone to know, it's N-O-O-K-U. I you did want to not, look it up. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know how to spell that. So, Nuku. It's bourbon cream. What did you say that again? Bourbon cream? Bourbon and cream. Oh, so my basically, God. So, you're in heaven. I'm Two major love. food groups. Fill yes. them up already. Like, in my food pyramid, it's like bourbon, cream, Irish cream, and that's all I want. Sweetie. It's cream, then bourbon. Cream and then bourbon. Oh, well, that's what I meant. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, I, I know. The, the right order way. was off. Sorry, and I, I haven't even had a drink yet. Yeah, what am exactly, I doing? Exactly. All right, G, what's in the drink? What's the drink called? Is there a name? Uh, yes, the Nuku Julep. Ooh. And, and there's a smiley face, right? Yeah, there will be a smiley surprise. Ooh. So A smiley surprise. I will get working sure on those. I like a creamy, desserty smiley <laughs> surprise. Smiley surprise. But, okay, Gina, Listen, you're a woman, so I feel okay say, about it. If this was mad, I'd be worried, but Gina's a little more profesh. If, I swear to God, Gina yeah. definitely came in to do this one, because yeah. if Matt had to say there was a it. smiley face I creamy surprise, it. like I would have quit my job, and I would have just it. been like, that's it. I would have turned his mic off. It's called the Rufi Colada. It is not. I like it when Gina does yeah, things like that. She gets a little that. sassy sometimes. Love it, Gina. Thank you. We're looking forward to that drink. I'm very excited. Can I just have bourbon, Gina? <laughs> <laughs> Straight. I'm not kidding. Matt's had enough surprise. Okay, Matt, oh, please kidding. help me. Weeks, okay. He's had a hard... Well, well as Gina's yeah. preparing our smiley-faced surprises, Ooh. I think we should get into uh, yeah. this week's murder. We have a lot to uncover here. And we're having a lot of fun, but this is actually really crazy and serious and mysterious here, so... I know, and like the smiley face aspect of it makes yeah. it even creepier oh, totally. for me. Yeah. Okay, so uh, who are the smiley face killers? Let's get right into it. Sorry, not to interrupt you, but have you heard of them before we had talked about it? Because I had kind of heard of it. Yes, and we've gotten a number of suggestions oh, over yeah, Instagram have. and Facebook that we should cover this. Yeah. Um, so I have heard about it in my travels and in my <laughs> perusals, but... Through Nothing, your years. Through my years, but nothing as in-depth as yeah. what we're about to go into. So that's why I'm excited to bring it to you guys. Cool. So over the past 20 years, hundreds of college-age men across the United States have died in mysterious accidental drownings. While many believe their deaths are just that, accidental, others are convinced these drownings are actually homicides, and they claim many of the men were victims of an interstate network of serial killers, according to the New York Daily News. The killer's supposed kill zone stretches from... My, 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 New York City, through the college towns of upstate New York to the upper Midwest. Now, one thing I want to highlight right away is we typically talk about women being the victims. And this is one of the first cases we've done in a pretty long time where... There are not just one guy, but multiple men who are being targeted. So, so. ladies can sit back and, and enjoy. maybe breathe a sigh of relief here. Um, almost all of the alleged victims were athletic, white college students who went missing after a night of drinking with friends and were later found dead in a body of water, according to CNN. You're right. This is so different from everything we've discussed, yeah. especially as athletic. They, they're not weak guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, yeah, totally. They're jocks. A smiley face symbol was found spray painted at many of the death sites, which is what led detectives to dub them smiley face murders. The smiley face murder theory began with the February 1997 disappearance of 21-year-old Fordham University student Patrick McNeil. Fordham is a mile away yeah, from us, nearby, less yeah. than. It's literally a 10-minute walk from where we are now. He was the former captain of a high school football team. Again, an athletic dude. Yeah. McNeil went missing after a night of drinking at a Manhattan bar. His body washed up in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, almost two months later. And though the New York City medical examiner ruled drowning as the cause of death, and a police lieutenant told the New York Times that, quote, there were no visible signs of injury. Okay, so this getting this is getting more and more fascinating, which is yeah. why I think people thought they were accidental, because there's no real sign of injury. Inter- in- 
injury, excuse me. Yeah. I haven't even had my drink yet. Oh, my God. But something didn't sit right with the NYPD Sergeant Kevin Gannon and his partner, Anthony Duarte. They believe Patrick's body showed signs of torture and that it was stored on land until it was dumped in the river shortly before its discovery, according to Nationwide Investigations, an agency founded by Gannon to investigate mysterious drowning deaths of college-age men across the United States. Gannon promised the McNeils that he wouldn't rest until he found out what really happened to their son, according to Gannon's website. And, and we should mention yeah. Gannon and Duarte are the hosts of Yeah, they're part the of the show. It might be detectives that yep. host the show. And I had a chance. So these guys know everything. Yeah, basically. And I had a chance to interview them actually for the podcast. So I'm going to look through that footage, you know, audio footage, see what we can share with everybody because it's interesting. Yeah, I want to know like yeah. what happened because again, I had to miss that. I just miss all the I good. Know, Darren, I, I where, know. what the hell's wrong with you? I decided to do. You know, 2019 is my year of Matt, where I'm just like not going to work, hanging out, doing, not doing anything. Yeah, but cool. still get paid. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In 2001, Gannon retired from. <laughs> he the, didn't even look up. When I know. He, said he, did, that, he was by just like, way. yeah. He's yeah. so used to getting beat up now. In 2001, Gannon retired from the NYPD and enlisted Duarte to continue his investigation into McNeil's disappearance and death, according to the New York Daily News. Curiously, McNeil was the first of four mysterious deaths of young men in New York City over the following year, according to the New York Daily News, and three of them were discovered floating in the waterways around the five boroughs. It's very rare that this is happening in New York City. This is like one of the first ones we've really covered that's really like right here. Yeah, and you know what's so funny? Well, not funny, but kind of crazy is my apartment overlooks the East River, Yeah, and I'm always like kind of nervous that like I'm going to see something like floating down the river, you know, and have to report it. I know. I do wonder like if you could do a scan, like an x-ray of like what What's in the Let's, river? Yeah, like who we would it's, find. It's sad and tragic. Gannon and Duarte soon began investigating the drowning deaths of other college-age men around the country. Among them was the 2002 disappearance of Chris Jenkins, also a 21-year-old University of Minnesota student who vanished Halloween night. His body, that's according to the Journal Times. Yeah. His body was found floating in the Mississippi River four months later, still wearing his Halloween costume. That is so that's disturbing. According Halloween to Minnesota when- Public Radio. When John was walking around in drag, let me see projectile vomiting as Amy Winehouse. Let me see. Um, two thousand two. No, this would have been a few years later, Matt. Unfortunately, or a few years before, I should say. No one would have killed a drunk John Thrasher no. walking. Around. They would have put you up on a pedestal and I, just clapped. Oh, I were taking pictures. I'm sure there are pictures of me out there. The somewhere. paparazzi were all. Oh, of course. Oh, it was a night for you. It was a night. <laughs> Though police initially believed his death was an unexplained drowning, it was later reclassified as a homicide after investigators got a tip from a jailhouse informant, according to CNN. According to Daily News, it was while investigating Jenkins' death that Gannon and Duarte first noticed a smiley face. It had been graffitied where Jenkins was allegedly thrown into the river, according to the Daily News. Gannon and Duarte claimed similar symbols were found at 12 sites related to other drowning deaths of college-age men throughout the upper Midwest. The smiley faces appeared to be drawn by different people, with some bearing devil horns or grim messages written next to them according to the daily news and written next to one was quote the evil happy smiley man according to the daily news and again we are taking eerie we are taking uh submissions for the names of our taxidermied animals so maybe that's one maybe we should consider it evil. maybe one is evil one is happy and <gasps> one is smiley Ooh. something to consider fans something You're to smart. consider do you know I, you know what i think we should do i think we should ask people how often they see smiley, smiley faces. faces yeah in like under underpasses or bridges, bridges yeah. It's a good because, call. I don't I know. Look for is it. it is it something that's like that common? I, I don't know. I, I mean, like that idea, and I think if you're gonna take a take a picture of it, like let us know it where our, it is. Put it on our Facebook group. Yeah. I want to see it and where, like, what town and and state it's in. Yeah be interesting. Gannon told the New York Daily News that the smiley faces symbolized the killers laughing at the police, they said. Gannon and Duarte ultimately claimed the drowning deaths of more than 40 young men were possibly interconnected murders, according to ABC News. The deaths occurred in 25 cities and 11 different states, including New York, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. And because of the disparity of locations, the differing smiley face graffiti and sometimes overlapping timelines... 
Gannon and Duarte concluded the murders were the work of a group of killers, according to ABC News, which would make sense, right? It's hard to cover that track, you know, and not get yes. caught, you know, in any sort of way. So it feels like it's teamsters of some sort. Yeah, that was what kind of threw me at first when I was like reading through some of this research. I was like, is this one person like the Golden State Killer who was like traveling, but it was right. just one guy doing all this? It seems like it's like you, like you just mentioned, an underground kind of like network of killers. Well, I actually which is thought terrifying. of I actually thought of I think it was Israel Keys that we discovered oh, yeah. when he was traveling, you know, a thousand miles and leaving things underneath oh, right. to kill other people. Like I thought this was just a really interconnected like they draw oh my god the color of these drinks <laughs> Darren stopped in her tracks it looks like mint chocolate chip I have the matte oh glass my god. oh yeah the surprise she's working on the surprise oh she's Just working one on the second. surprise yes. oh. it actually made me think of who took Johnny when, when you yeah oh yeah Johnny gosh one of our first episodes Netflix, David Balenson yes. yes um because it was a network of a, an alleged, yeah, an alleged, yeah, a very high-profile people that were nabbing, yeah, you know, young boys and girls, maybe, or just young boys. Uh, I think it might have been both, yeah. But um, just that something like that allegedly could exist is a thing that happens. Know? I know that's exactly what I was thinking as well. I feel like we're about to drink mint chocolate chip ice cream. I'm down for that. If that's, that's what exactly it is, exactly what it looks like. And I will say that the smiley face surprise, yes, is chocolate syrup. And mine, smiley face, now he looks uh, very distorted. Mine uh, looks like it's winking, and I have my uh, taxidermy duck in the background. Evil as well. grinning. So, there, very good. There's a lot to say about that. Does um, everyone have their drink? Should we do a quick cheers? Let's do a quick. So I, I, before I continue, I really want to taste this guy. Yes, let's take a second just to. It looks amazing. It's like the most beautiful color blue or green that it's I've like, ever yeah, seen. Yeah, like a teal, like a mint green. Thank you so much. Cheers, Jade. bitch. Matt has his bourbon. He wasn't getting. It's sea foamy. Thank you. Cheers, Thank you. Cheers, bitch. Cheers, bitch. Cheers, bitch. Okay, John, am I, you're going to vamp while I see. Yes, go ahead and let me know what you think. You're getting a good swig of the smiley face chocolate syrup at the top. She's in euphoria. Her eyes are rolling in the back of her head. She can't even speak. Her mouth to is going. taste alcohol again. <laughs> um, it, it does taste like. It mint? does taste like mint ice cream. Okay, my turn. It tastes really good. Really, really good. It tastes like mint oh. chocolate chip ice cream, right? Let me guess what John's going to say. This might be the, the best drink we've ever had on this no, podcast. Gina, this I've is never had my it tastes like melted mint chocolate chip ice cream. Matt, first of all, chill out. I feel like you just attacked me on the show. It does feel like mint chocolate chip. It literally tastes like you scooped it out of the ice cream but it, like, bucket. Mel- yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like perfectly cubed ice in here. Oh, oh, Gina. So happy Matt didn't make these drinks. Do you feel I, safe now? I did Matt attack you? you? Yes. Gina, Gina's amazing. Even she taste is it. amazing. Oh, the alcohol on my lips. I love it. I'm going to keep sipping while you go through yeah, this. Yeah, please do. Duarte later told CNN, quote, it would, in my view, be impossible to be one person. End quote. In an interview with Larry King, Gannon said the victims were, quote, 19 to 23, highly intelligent, all very athletic young men. Should we talk about that now? Like how crazy it is that they're all... The most athletic peak of you know their I mean? energy. Like it, I feel like it, if you're an athlete from 19 to 23, you're at peak physical condition. Yeah. I feel like it's really hard, especially as one person, no matter who you are, to overtake these men every right. single time. Yeah. Not I, if they get roofied first. That's what I was thinking. That's true. Roofing. Absolutely. Yeah. I, we don't know anything outside of that, and just right. without being roofied, it just I wonder why it's men. You know, that was like the first absolutely. thing off my bat. Yeah. Almost all victims were white, and the detectives concluded the killers may have been motivated by jealousy or that the murders were committed as part of a gang initiation, according to CNN. At one location, they found graffiti that said, Sisinawa, uh, S- uh, right? Sinsinawa, Sinsinawa, yeah. which they believed was a clue left behind by the killers, according to Milwaukee Magazine. Months later, mm. the body of 24-year-old Matt Kruziki was found floating in the water off Cincinnati Avenue wow. in East Dubuque, Iowa, according to Milwaukee Magazine. Wow, like how would they how do they predict that it would be found there like floating like in yeah. that exact location? Like 
It's very disturbing and chilling. Gannon and Duarte believe the victims were drugged while out drinking with friends, abducted, in some instances tortured, and ultimately murdered, according to the Telegraph. They claim their remains were then dumped into waterways so they would float away from the crime scene and theoretically be rinsed of incriminating evidence, such as fingerprints or DNA, according to CNN. Uh, okay. But keep in mind, you know, when they found some of the guys, they didn't appear visibly tortured. Yeah, no. You know, like, it wasn't like they were missing limbs or anything like that. Like, it yeah. almost, and one well, guy one- had his whole Halloween costume on. So exactly. I'm curious to see, like, really what went down here. Okay, so let's get into some of the six major cases around these. Of the many. Of the many, yeah. Yeah. So though dozens and dozens of these cases have have been investigated by the team, there are six deaths in particular that stand out as potential smiley face murders. The first alleged victim is Northern Illinois University junior Brian Welzian. On January 1st, 2000, Welzian went missing from Chicago, Illinois after a night of celebrating Y2K with his friends. Remember those days? Oh my God, when everyone thought like computers were going to shut down and aliens were coming. I remember I, that time so well. I remember. Wow, weren't you so diapered? <laughs> I was 12, bitch. Yeah, I was going to say, I was in like 7th oh, or 8th grade. you had your geeky computer party. I was just thinking birthday. of that. And was I still uh-huh. in diapers? Yes, I was. Yes, you were. I remember being at a friend's party with like his family and there was like tons of people there a lot of kids from my my school yeah and his dad yanked the cord from the tv at at, at midnight so that everyone thought like everything got reset and That's every, people were like screaming oh, bloody yeah. murder i was like guys chill out i love that dad yeah the dad's cool he was a cool guy Shout out to Dalton if you're listening. Hey, Dalton. Hey, Dalton. Anyway, the 21-year-old finance student and soccer player rarely partied, but he decided to have a few drinks for the new year. Kind of like me. I don't party. I don't really drink that often. But, but you I'll have a, a couple for New Year's. You're going to sip some mint yeah. chocolate chip ice cream. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I have to get through this so I can take another drink. Um, Welsian's friends said he had only three or four drinks, but by the end of the night, he seemed very intoxicated. Which, keep in mind, 19 to 23-year-old athlete, you know, and listen, he could have, I, we don't know his height or anything like that, yeah. but like three to four drinks as a college guy seems kind of average. So to seem Definitely. like super intoxicated seems a little bit wrong. I agree. Welsian told his friends he wanted to call it a night and go back to the hotel where they were staying. One of Welsian's friends, Nick Young, stayed out a little longer. During the drive, Welsian started throwing up. Oof. His friend told him to get out of the car while he parked. Various witnesses outside the hotel saw Welsian vomiting in the street. His friends went up to their room and never saw Welsian again. When Young came back to the hotel around 4 a.m. and realized Welsian was not in their hotel room, he searched the area outside. By the way, this... Well, I was going to say, though, it's the difference between men and women because women will hold other girls' hair back, stay with them until they get in bed, make sure there's, like, water and Advil next to the thing. And gay men. Don't get... We do that, too, just Fair. making sure. I just yeah. know, like, so many of my girlfriends no, would have yeah. been, like, let me make sure... And maybe it's just because there's that vulnerability there. You know what I mean? And like, I f- let me make sure you get to your place of, totally. you know, safety. Yeah, and my friends are like, get the fuck out of the car and take care of your business. See Meanwhile, Matt, they're we're like... we're not friends. Stop calling me out. Meanwhile, people are like, get out of the car and and then Matt's overtaken by ants. I don't know if you remember that story from a Listen, few years ago. Listen, when Matt and I had the sleepover, the same thing well, happened. Well, that's right. Keep banging and, on my door. I was and like, there's ants all over him. Yeah, right. I was like, no. <laughs> um, you know, but also to come back to this is this is happening in a college town right. with college people. And I think we talked in a previous episode about how nowadays, because of all these kind of things that have happened on college campuses, people know to do those things that you were just saying. Yes, that's Whereas true. Back then, where maybe it wasn't as pervasive or the education about making sure people are safe just wasn't as prevalent, I guess you could say. And it's a guy thing too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, uh, he could not find Welsian and reported him missing around 1 p.m. after extensive... what is going on, Darren? You're liking that this mint, mint chocolate. chocolate thing. After extensive searches, Welsian's body was found 77 days later on March 17th. Wow. I know. That's quite a long time. It had been washed ashore on a beach in Gary, Indiana, 30 miles south of... Did I say south? 30 you miles... I think I said shelf. What's going on, guys? No shelf. No shelf. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, it's happening again. (laughs) I'm getting drunk again on the show. South of Chicago, which is... Thousands of miles south of Wales. <laughs> anyway, that's this isn't funny, guys. Fade back been, out. I done. Know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but it had washed ashore on a beach in Gary, Indiana, 30 miles south of Chicago. Police said there were no signs of sow. Oh my God. Sowl? Sowl. 
There's not even an You've taken S. two sips. I'm sober. There's not I even haven't a- had a lick of alcohol in three weeks, and you have had one sip, and you can't say foul play. I can't say. Yeah. Go I ahead. have Tim, let me hear it. an entire Keep glass coming. of bourbon straight. And you, and you know, know that Sal isn't right? I'm yeah. still talking. I don't know what's happening. You know, I, had South, I had South in my head, and I saw foul and was connecting them. Guys, let me try it again, okay? Let's do it again. Please Megan's don't not adding any of this Oh, out. no, she's not. I, I know how she works. Yeah. Um, police said there were no signs of foul play. Oh. Yes. And yeah, his, yes. Yes. And his <laughs> death was ruled an undetermined drowning, according to Chicago Tribune. Investigators believed he could not. Oh my okay, God. sweetie. Investigators <laughs> believed he could have walked to the edge of Lake Michigan, a five minute walk from the hotel and fallen in, according to the Chicago Tribune. I mean, if you're shit based drunk, right? Exactly. Like people trip all the time. It's totally possible. Yeah. And though close to Wellesian's hotel, the path to Lake Michigan was not an easy one. Gannon and Duarte questioned whether or not it was possible for Wellesian to cross multiple lanes of high speed traffic and even scale down a wall to get to the water where investigators believe he fell in. Yeah, well, you would not, think... Not when you're in that state. I was not, just going to say... Especially not, like, you, utterly intoxicated. Yeah. You wouldn't have had the balance to do that. that. No way. State, I think you just crawl behind the bushes at the hotel and lay there and throw up. Let's right? test this theory say, with Matt. Matt, pour what, three more drinks yeah. for John and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, exactly. He'll be throwing up gummy bears like he did that one time. <laughs> anyway, his blood alcohol concentration was only 0.08% according to the Daily Herald. But isn't that that's like a that, lot. that's your drunk? Like you're yeah, legally definitely. drunk at 0.08. Yeah, how do they, like you can't is, drive under that. That's the limit. But this is the thing: how his body was found seventy-seven days later, or whatever. Right. How, how? Oh, right. How could they have how determined they that? Determine, I mean, there must have been a way. Oh, Megan, stay in the fat. You get on the mic, Megan. As far as I'm aware, it's because the amount of alcohol in your blood stays right. It doesn't I dissipate your into body your body completely once you're de- dead. decomposed. Yeah. Right, and like we don't know. If the theory is correct that they threw him in a day before it was found, like it's not sure that he was floating around for 77 days. You know what I mean? The timeline about all this is crucial to to that information. But that's a good point all around. Take a drink. Yes. Police have not said if a smiley face was present near the death site, according to the Daily Herald. Okay, let's get to the other one, who is Todd Gieb, uh, the second potential victim. Gieb was 22 years old when he went missing during the early hours of June 12th, 2005, at a bonfire party in an orchard close to his home in Casanova, Michigan. He was reported missing later that day by his mother, and a massive manhunt ensued. The night of his disappearance, Gieb made several calls from his cell phone, and one of them was to a friend who said he heard Gieb say, I'm in a field before the call dropped, according to the book, quote, Case Studies in Drowning Forensics by Kevin Gannon and Dr. Lee Gilbertson. Can I interrupt you one second? Yeah. It's actually Casnovia, Michigan. I just want to make oh, sure yeah. we make that clear. Casnovia, Casanova. good catch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to make sure. For anyone yeah, who's in Casanova. who's been drinking too much now, <laughs> Darren. Yeah. I just want to make sure in case there's, you know. No, that's good. Remember the that's whole a Kentucky thing when I couldn't pronounce someone's you've, name. You've now earned your sobriety. Thank you. Thank you. Gibbs body was found three weeks later in a lake that had previously been searched. Okay, that's That's interesting. His death was ruled an undetermined drowning. Now, when I read that, I was like, are the smiley face killers watching the police do this investigation? Right? Did they know that that area was already cleared? Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see how this is going to end up. And how much of that information is public for them to know? Exactly. Oddly, Gibbs head and shoulders were sticking out of the water as if he had gone for a swim. Gibbs remains also had very little signs of decomposition, which would have presumably been present if he had died the way he went missing, which was 22 days before the recovery of his body. Yeah, this... Just all interject, like the the way he was found, I didn't quite understand it with the head and shoulders sticking out, but I guess in the book I sort of read a little bit more. Uh-huh. It's very, very unusual. Usually bodies are found a certain way. They're always yeah. like face down floating in the water. Yeah, like dead you know, when you dead man float, you yeah. know, when you're a kid. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know. I that just It's like he's weighted me, almost but, or like I don't know, yeah. like some sort of there's a weird thing I remember hearing about with floating bodies as it pertains to the Central Park here in New York City, because unfortunately what happens in, in uh, Central Park is a lot of people who go missing or have been drowned and are put into not just Central Park's uh, pond or lake, any lake, in the winter time. by the time spring comes around, it's like known that some bodies are going to like 
get the bacteria to like make their bodies fill up with bacteria and rise to the top again. So like every spring in Central Park, they find find more bodies that had been deposited there through the summer. Isn't that horrible to say? Well, this is sort of to our point from before about knowing the the BAC. Alcohol and antidepressants were found in Gieb's toxicology screen, but it was reported that Gieb was not suffering from any form of depression at the time, according to the smiley face killers, The Hunt for Justice. So obviously a toxicology report can be found, especially if the body wasn't just like yeah. floating aimlessly for, you know, X amount, 22 days. Right. A smiley face had been spray painted on a tree near where Gabe's body was found and a smiley face sticker was placed, was later placed on his gravesite, which is oh just God. fucking disrespectful. Like it bl- like boils my fucking blood yeah. to hear that. <laughs> I, I can't even tell you like how fucking disrespectful this to a but grave. Also, like that's just like insanely. Ugh. This is. This makes me wonder when that sticker was placed there because when was this th- when did this theory take hold? Well, you right, know what I mean? Right. Like, What's this, the timeline of everything? Did this theory sort of get out, out there and then somebody went and did that? Or did this happen before the theory really like went crazy on yeah. the internet? And if so, that's meaningful because absolutely yeah. Yeah. and this was a little bit before you know the internet was i mean this was like 2005 yeah. early 2000 social media wasn't as wasn't a really that's thing true. then so yeah. i am curious to see like the timeline of everything and how it yeah. was portrayed well the next case oh my god megan just kill me the next case is the <laughs> but death. put a smiley face sticker <laughs> on, right on top of it so let me try that one again so on september 29th 2006 21 year old lucas homan vanished from his lacrosse wisconsin home the day of his disappearance homan had been celebrating oktoberfest with his friends after a night of bar hopping he headed home at around 10 p.m with a friend homan and his friend somehow got separated during their walk and his friend ended up at the er detox with a head injury after being picked up by police. Huh. So that's very odd. Yeah, that is. Uh, he told investigators he could not remember anything that happened that night, according to La Crosse Tribune. The next day, Homan did not arrive for a scheduled golf outing. Hmm. Search dogs scoured the downtown area where Homan was last seen alive. I remember, I don't know if it was, I'm just picturing like these images in my head and I yeah. feel like I have heard of this one before because it sounded so mysterious to me. Uh, the morning of October 2nd, Homan's body was found not far from the shore of the Mississippi River. His death was ruled an accidental drowning, and the autopsy report noted acute alcohol intoxication was a major contributing factor, according to local news channel WMTV. According to Gannon and Gilbertson, Homan had various injuries on his head, hands, and arms. Okay. They theorized that a mark on his forehead may have been a footprint Oof. that was the result of Homan being held down. So I, that's, like, disturbing. The fact that that mark like left it that in must his, have been terrible yeah homan was the eighth accidental drowning case in lacrosse over a nine-year period so that doesn't seem coincidental to no, me no that seems like a lot a smiley face was found spray painted near where homan's body was found so that is one where smiley face is very prominent the fourth Again, yeah i just have to say a reminder to everyone listening take pictures of smiley faces because i think this would be very interesting for people across the country because we just don't know i mean there's a debate like are there smiley faces everywhere spray painted well and if you see one you might not think of it as like related to any kind of gang you know you might just be like oh a smiley face so yeah exactly exactly. but i mean i think it's kind of crucial to whether this is yeah totally maybe something is going on here right exactly maybe there's a whole lot of coincidences. It's like a huge conspiracy or what's happening. And also with like copycat murderers, you know, who may be unassociated or disassociated with the actual gang. You never know. I don't think the smiley face killer theory or killers theory is has risen so high that people yeah, are out there that's true doing this yeah on purpose to perpetuate some sort of conspiracy theory yeah you know what I mean? maybe yeah I, who I'd knows hope not. yeah you'd hope but not. yeah i think it's a good idea to definitely take those pictures yeah let us see them the fourth case is the death of tommy booth booth who was 24 disappeared on january 19th 2008 from a bar in woodland pennsylvania uh so you know around this time yeah that night he had been celebrating a friend's 21st birthday with a group of friends and surveillance footage captured booth entering the bar where the celebration took place but there's no video evidence of him leaving i find that to be very weird yeah i mean 
at a bar. I mean, maybe he went out the back. Who knows? Yeah. About two weeks after he went missing, Boots' body was found face down in a creek behind the bar. According to 6 ABC News in Philadelphia, his death was ruled a probable drowning and there were no signs of trauma, according to 6 ABC News. The area had been searched repeatedly in the weeks before his body was discovered, but no one had seen Booth. Very weird. According to Gannon and Dr. Lee Gilbertson in case studies and drowning forensics, when Booth was found, his body was in full rigor mortis, which normally dissipates within 24 to 36 hours after death. So this makes you think that these guys were kidnapped, yeah. strategically placed when they wanted them to die. Happy face. Yeah. This finding is inconsistent with the belief that Booth was drowned the night he disappeared. They also noted the body appeared to have been staged. Three sticks were seemingly strategically placed around his body, and there were shoe and drag marks in the soil according to case studies and drowning forensic and guess what a smiley face was painted nearby on a wall of the bar under a deck according to 6 abc the sticks i just kind of want to like like what's the significance yeah right strategically placed like like in a tp form like what does that look like we would actually need to see see the crime scene photographs i was thinking that too maybe three sticks just happened to be there. Yeah, if it's or outside, maybe right. Like, they were placed in such a way that was so not normal. Yeah. At first when I read it, I thought it was like in the shape of a happy face. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. the eyes and the mouth. That's maybe. what I thought. Oh, I like, mean, although at the same time, like, seriously. you know, you'd think it'd be a curved stick, but I thought that that's kind of what they meant. But yeah. it doesn't say that. You know, and then another smiley face was found. So exactly. that's why, I, you're right, we would need to see the crime scene photos. Yeah. As you were talking, I was wondering too, like, you know, if they if they're kidnapping these men and holding them somewhere and then killing them later, are they spray painting the smiley face before they drop the body off or after? Because isn't that an interesting thought of like? Because in that case, it's even more premeditated. And again, this is at a bar, you know, and and the, and the was smiley face seen. was painted nearby on a wall of the bar. Yeah, that's how very is no weird. one being seen by this? Yeah, well, the next alleged victim is William Hurley. He's a Navy veteran. Twenty-four-year-old Hurley went missing after leaving a Bruins hockey game in Boston, Massachusetts. On October 8th, 2009, Hurley went to the game with two friends. Halfway through the game, Hurley called his fiance Claire Mahoney and said he wanted to leave. Hurley walked outside while Mahoney drove to the stadium to pick him up, but when she arrived, he was nowhere in sight. That's really strange because it's like, okay, I got to get out of here, and then suddenly he's nowhere to be found. Uh, when Mahoney called Hurley to find out where he was waiting, Mahoney said he answered the phone and she heard him ask someone where he was located. What? Which is also weird because if he's at this game, shouldn't he know exactly where he is? Exactly. The man said 99 Nashua Street and Hurley said his cell phone battery was going dead. Mahoney drove to the address, but Hurley was not there. She called him a second time, but his cell phone seemed to be out of battery. Mahoney said she drove around for an hour before returning home, thinking Hurley got another ride, and that when she got back, Hurley was still gone. Um, That's kind of crazy, too, because it's almost like, did someone tell her to go to this address to get her away from him? Yeah, I mean, well... Well, she then reported Hurley missing and various searches were conducted. Six days after his disappearance, Hurley's body was found in the Charles River, close to where he asked Mahoney to pick him up, according to the Patriot Ledger. Investigators said there was no sign of foul play and his death was ruled an undetermined drowning. Hurley's mother received a copy of the autopsy report and allowed a physician to analyze it. She found out that her son had reportedly suffered blunt force trauma to the head, his eye socket, and behind his left leg. So that's an interesting thing, too, because it's like it's an undetermined drowning, yeah. but then you're finding blunt force trauma. Where is that communication falling apart? You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Like, why is this? Yeah. Why would that be determined? Yeah. That's so weird. GHB was also found in his system along with alcohol. And for those who don't know, GHB is kind of like a date rape drug. Yes. It's used as a date rape drug. Yes. That's a good point. Take a drink. How do you know that, Darren? Yeah, Darren. What, I, I, what I choose not to tell you how I know that. What? What are you doing when you're out and about? <laughs> There's a box Just next to her. Just smiley facing around, I guess, Matt. Do you want to come over for another sleepover? Well, also, oh, God, quickly, move on. Yeah. Um, a smiley face was found painted near the river, so there's another one that's happening there. Okay, well, the sixth case is the death of Dakota James, and James was 23 years old when he went missing in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. May I interrupt? I wanted to mention I had heard about this because my best friend lives in uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh yeah. and I um know people that live there and and kind of knew Dakota. So this one's kind of crazy. Well, yeah, wow. and this one is yeah. actually a very... I also interrupt to say this is the first case 
on the premiere of Smiley Face. That's true. Oh. Which is, when people are listening, if they're listening the day this comes out, tonight. Right. There you go. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. And also, this is very recent because on January 25th, yeah. 2017, just two years ago, around 11.30 p.m., James was walking back to his apartment after a night out drinking with friends and coworkers. And he never made it home. The last known sighting of the Duquesne University grad student was caught on a surveillance camera in the downtown area. The footage captured James entering a dark alley, and that was the last time he was seen alive. The following morning, James did not show up for work. His boss informed his family, who filed a missing persons report 72 hours later. James's parents later hired a private investigator who organized a massive citywide search. James's body was discovered in the Ohio River on March 6, 2017, 40 days after he had disappeared, according to NBC News. The Pittsburgh police theorized James fell into the river while crossing a bridge near their city center and drowned. They believed his body traveled for almost 10 miles and even went through a dam before its discovery. James's body, however, had almost no visible damage, which was highly suspicious because it had traveled heavily through heavily trafficked river. That's what I'm saying. Like, That's are we not taking up. things into account here? Yeah. A smiley face was found spray painted on an underpass near where James's body was discovered. And I remember when they did did this sort of uh, search and rescue type of thing. There were a lot of things on my Facebook about this, and I was like, who is this person? So it's kind of crazy. Well, also, John, yes. this would answer your question. Yeah. When did they yeah. spray paint the oh, smiley right. face? Because it traveled 10 miles or whatever. Ah, you're right. They had to have done it after it was discovered. They wouldn't have known when it would have right, right, been right. discovered. Mm, that's true. That's a good point. Take a drink, Matt. Um, so what's next? In the spring of 2008, the smiley face killer murder theory went national, and Gannon Duarte toured the morning and late night talk show circuit discussing the case. Almost immediately, the FBI issued a, quote, statement regarding Midwest River deaths, which dismissed the smiley face murders theory, which is an interesting point in and of itself. It's just interesting to just dismiss that theory, though. Like, do you have enough? Yeah. Do you have enough to just dismiss it? I mean, maybe it doesn't become the main theory, but how can you just dismiss it? I completely agree. Sorry, I was taking a drink as you said that. I will take another. They also dismissed the Who Took Johnny conspiracy Even though that was, yeah, that's true too. Um, In that report, it said, quote, to date, we have not developed any evidence to support links between these tragic deaths or any evidence substantiating the theory that these deaths are the work of a serial killer or killers. The vast majority of these instances appear to be alcohol related drownings, end quote. But even if that's still the case. But the fucking smiley face. Are we not even just going to like consider that? And like the body decomposition of anything going down the river? Like, how are we not even? Yeah. You know what I mean? How are we not even concluding yes. this? Listen, Darren, I'm on your team here. Well, goddammit, John. <laughs> yeah, I love your passion. Yes. I'm just pissed. She's wow. slamming her fist down. This is why we have I'm her on the show. i my papers. <laughs> this goddamn mint chocolate chip drink. It's oh. really getting to you. Responding to those deaths within their own jurisdiction, the Minneapolis... Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I've got to stop. Let's. Maybe you're the smiley feast killer. Maybe I am. I'm trying to. Minneapolis. Which is 8,000 miles from Dublin. Dublin. Kilometers. Kilometers. Oh, God, I'm a mess. The Minneapolis. I just did it again. The Minneapolis. 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 What is wrong with me? Is this a fucking Tershburn? This is a Tershburn episode. But what is it? I don't know, Matt. I'm a mess. That's all I know. That's all I can confirm. The Minneapolis Police Department stated it could, quote, neither confirm nor endorse the smiley face murders theory currently being publicized, according to the Daily Herald. In 2010, the Minneapolis-based Center for Homicide Research released an 18-point rebuttal entitled, quote, Drowning the Smiley Face Murder Theory, end quote, which I find that to be a little insensitive. Drowning the Smiley Face Murder Theory, do you have to? Yeah, no shit. These are people that died. I just right, exactly. found that to be so weird. It noted the proliferation of smiley face graffiti around the world. This is kind of what I was saying earlier. It's like, we see it, smiley faces everywhere. Does it necessarily mean it's connected? Who really knows? Yeah, how many smiley faces have people seen? And been like, oh. Yeah, exactly. The inability uh, to date when the graffiti was actually done in relation to the drownings, the fallacy that cold water necessarily, quote, washes away all the evidence, the the relative infrequency of homicidal drowning, and sadly, the alleged frequency of drunk young men accidentally drowning in said regions. I find that to be particularly interesting because I don't know that that many young men are drowning. 
What? Is, is it sexist? What I'm saying or what they're saying? No, no. No, <laughs> I'm just trying to... Oh, yeah, that's I'm what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, well, we all know he ain't men, John. Not, do women not get drunk? And could they not drown? That's what... Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I don't understand that that thing. Megan's on the uh, mic. Megan, oh, Megan's going to Megan's going to come in with some beautiful fairy. Yeah, she's, she's just as fired up as me. She's gonna be like, I'm so fired Hi. up. Hi. 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 I'm so fired up. <laughs> Sweet voice. Yeah. Hi. I think to what Darren was saying earlier, I think that all of these instances are young, intoxicated men who have gone off on their own. Right. For or managed to be period. on their own. Right. right. Managed. I think you find that much less often with young women, women. who oh, true. are drunk, like we were talking about before. Also, I think that. I don't know what the statistics are on young men who get drunk and drown. Yeah, that's a kind right? of what I was saying. And I don't, I don't know, know what they are Yeah. as far as men who get drunk and drown and aren't found around smiley-faced graffiti. Right, right? exactly. So, I mean, I think that being found by where the smiley-faced graffiti is yeah. and, you know— it being so precise and having that, you know, saying before on where it was found, you know, with some winds mm-hmm. uh, or whatever I said, just seems like it's not just these guys getting shit faced drunk and fucking drowning. I agree. Maybe, but also, how many people get murdered and are found next to four rocks on the ground? I right? was just going to say this. Or any or other like the bridge, random which seems to be thing. Happening. Yeah, under a bridge or... Are these the under the bridge killers then? Right. You know? Or is it just there are X number of this sorts of deaths per in year? In public spaces, and by maybe the way. this many of them are found in areas with a lot of graffiti that are very urban, that are, yes. you know, like right. college towns where there's prone to those sorts of like... Yes. misdemeanor type crime like graffiti right and like correlation doesn't imply causation you know right. what i mean and like that could easily be true the only two things that are still haunting me about it are the is this sawinsa thing and the fact yeah. that the guy at the bar and then it was found underneath on the wall of a bar like that just feels the the sawinsa thing like that could be such a stretch to me though right let's say the body was found like the West Side Highway, right? Yeah. yeah. And someone York, wrote yeah. the West Side Highway. Like the Hudson you're talking or, about? Sure, yeah. the Hudson River, right? But they wrote West Side Highway. In graffiti. In graffiti. Yeah. yeah. The West Side Highway runs like most of Manhattan. Yeah. So no, yeah, 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 yeah. But the, the precise point them, to it, that's what's so weird. I mean, I guess, but that road is super long. This road could have been like miles and miles and miles long. <laughs> right. And he could have just happened to turn up there. Or it could have been like a little tiny street. And at that point, yeah, that's a lot of precision. And right. that's a weird coincidence. But if it's a 15 mile long road. And we did have one their smiley face didn't show up. Yeah, we, your yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that you discussed. Like there was no smiley face found, but so, it was connected with the other kind of demographics of these guys and how the murder exactly. happened. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, ultimately, thanks, Megan. That was a good point. No, Al- that is a good point. Ultimately, the Center for Homicide Research place <laughs> research placed the blame on binge drinking, not a homicidal gang or group of killers. It concluded, "quote College students were drowning in the river long before most of these identified cases occurred, and they will continue if we don't take steps to control alcohol abuse within the college age." group end quote now let's say for one second that this is a potential Uh cover-up it really reminds me of like you know some of these like uh child trafficking organizations that maybe police or other types of organizations are aware of that are out there but they know they can't really go public with it because it'll lead to bigger problems that kind of messaging just really rings to me in the same way yeah and also because so true there were roofie drugs yeah and every one of them some of their systems yeah so it's very weird beyond though the smiley face killer murder theory hasn't led to any arrests or definitive answers it continues to circulate and especially online especially with our podcast yeah um most notably steven's 
Most notably, season seven of the FX series American Horror Story is believed to have paid tribute to that theory with its deadly cult, which dressed as clowns and painted bloody smiley faces at the sites of their murders, according to Pop Sugar. I didn't watch American Horror Story. I've never seven. watched it. Yeah, I know it's popular. I just haven't watched it. Uh, several victims' families also stand by the SFK investigations and are still pursuing justice. According to Gannon and Duarte, the victim count may now be more than 350 young men. I don't know. There just feels something so eerie. My thing about I this is 350 young men. That means there is a massive organization going on that has lasted over a decade, it seems like. And so what what but do we know? think about the East Area rapist. I mean, he was he was around for decades and that yeah. was one man. Well, that's true. But the thing about that is like that's him working in and of himself. If there is a crime right, gang. How, does no one, how do you not leak that information as exactly. no one get caught? Yeah. Or find out know, some kind of like. It's all really good points. Yeah. We need to be tapping their phone lines, I guess. Right. But this is one of the ones that really haunts me, I think. Because it's, you know, completely still happening. Unsolved, like, yeah. we, it's completely unsolved. We have no leads. We don't even know if this theory is correct. Who knows if it's even all fucking related? This could just be, like, people trying to see the forest or the exactly. trees and trying to think that there's a pattern when there really isn't, you know? Yeah. Are we just sort of concluding something and going back in the evidence, sort of like what you said, where it's, like, experiment or bias, right? Like, we want to see this result and we want to see this pattern. So, therefore, let's fill right. in these facts to fill it. Curious to hear what all of you guys think. Yeah. You know, again, take smiley face pictures i'm absolutely gonna do that now i actually like really kind of want to get this docket going of like what we can find around the country and maybe that'll give us a little bit more clarity obviously people have done this i'm sure for it's been going on for decades now but yeah um it's just it's very haunting it is but you know what i don't have anything to worry about because i'm a woman Oh, look and at I'm you. And I'm sober, so I'm not dying this month. Oh, at least not for this episode. Not for this yeah. episode. There I'll are other episodes Sorry, you connect with. I have yeah. to go. Oh, okay. Can you please? Yeah, we'll clean it up. Clean this up. I guess, Matt. God, Matt. Jesus. Clean we don't this have to wait. He's too old. Otherwise, to... I'm going to get in trouble. Well, in that case, we're not cleaning it up. It's that simple. And right. goodbye. Okay, Bye. goodbye, Matt. Great segue into listener shout outs. Yes, let's let's end positively instead well, of eerily. Well, unfortunately, one person who will not be smiley facing is. Uh, Mac and Cheese on Twitter, which that is their screen name and their username. Like, you can't even know their real name. I love it. This person says, while curling my hair, I got distracted by martinis and murder and grabbed the wrong side of curling oh my iron, God. Uh, thus frying all five <gasps> fingers. Was it an accident or my subconscious trying to remove my fingerprints? Who knows? Hashtag oh, dedicators. Oh, good call. Was there a smiley face in the bedroom? <laughs> right. Did it make you? a smiley face? Well, Mac and Cheese, we hope I'm that you... I'm sorry. I hope you're okay. I've done that so many times. Not all five, but I've burned myself so many times on... Curling iron? Oh. Straightening irons, oh, yeah, curling irons, all the time. I don't think I've ever seen you with curly hair. Have I? Have you ever curled um, your hair? I get like waves, as Megan's pointing to oh, my yes. um, old 16-year-old, but that was my natural hair. Oh, look at you. Um, photo shoots and stuff I'll like do it wavy not really that's right I'm remembering that now well mac and cheese we hope you're okay thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers to mac and cheese Grace on Twitter said three of my favorite podcasters ever doing a podcast together I can't deal this is referring to our interview with Robbie Ashadri from last week and if you haven't listened to that who the fuck are you then who even are you John was not as drunk as this one Um, but thank you so (laughs) much Grace for saying that we're three favorites we love Robbie here so she is definitely one of our favorites as well (sighs) I wish Robbie would just come back and be our like next co-host forever you know what i mean i would date rabia oh me too yeah, yeah yeah you too yeah absolutely you too i'm just obsessed with her yeah all right guys well thanks for listening to us this slur through this dreams. well really yeah. me slur through this let episode. us know what you guys think and if you guys think that the uh yeah. you know sfk theory is completely wackadoo like some of us here or plausible let us know and don't forget to watch the show on oxygen yes okay bye. Do. bye guys